really fucking angry. I know you are. And like, ah, yeah, it's the whole me too shit. I just mm-hmm. Call, call, calling it shit is a little no. It, like I, I don't mean it as like insulting and belitt- yeah. belittling to the situation. It, it's like, it's just the stuff that's happening along with it. This is bullshit and like yeah. it's like it's not that it's happening right now it's not that i like uh i, I mean sorry it, it's not that this is the first time that this has happened this is like even the first time that i've gotten mad at this or whatever but like i just i'm so pissed and i like i'm just so angry at how badly men act mm-hmm and how badly people deal with consent. I just, so I posted this long angry rant on Facebook about how, like, in just figuring out that I like men and rather like having sex with them, I have been exposed to this like world of how men flirt and like, (laughs) grinder. I love Grinder. It's great. I get a little bit like haughty whenever somebody's just like, oh, Grinder's awful. Like, nah, it's kind of great. It's where men's libido is allowed to just go like kind of a little bit fucking wild. Uh-huh. And I really appreciate that because I have a very like wild libido and I, I want to have lots of sex all the time in very strange ways with very strange people. But I also have just come to accept these like really fucking rapey advances from everybody of just yeah. like aggressive dick pick aggressive buck butthole pick aggressive just like picks question mark question mark or just like any other picks question mark question mark or just yeah. like like even when i've said like okay i'll have sex with you they're like like what's your dick size and like what's like all these things and like sending more dick pics and it's just like I sent you a butthole pic can I see your butthole and it's just like really like and I've given in to that mm-hmm. like there have been so many times where I'm just like fuck it whatever like I'm just gonna send like a dick pic just to though. get it over with or like I will like reward behavior with my own nudes when the other person's nudes come at me and like sometimes they're not even good looking but like if they're good looking I'm like oh he's hot like that's fine like it's fine that he fucking made like sexual advances at me without me really because wanting Because it's them. okay. Because, because he's yeah. hot. And I just, like, I feel so, like, carved out inside from all the rapey things that have been happening to me recently. And, like, and I want to be like, oh, part of it's my fault. I've, like, I, I chose to be on Grinder, so, like, I knew that people would be like, but it's... It's not. I just... It's not. That's not how it works. And it makes me so upset like just this job that I quit I don't really super want to go into it on the podcast Mm -hmm. but I do but like I quit because this was rapey yeah and I like I don't like I didn't get raped it it was still very inappropriate it was super inappropriate and I'm still not okay from it Mm -hmm. and I like no one's expecting I've just been like so like just fucked over like sexually over like not even actually being physically raped and like i had to quit this job and like lose a bunch of money and i almost like didn't go in for my last paycheck because i just don't want to see this fucker again Mm -hmm. and i like 
God, I fucking hope he burns in hell forever. I, like, <laughs> I just, mm, I, I feel so hollowed out inside, just from the experiences of the last couple of years, and that's made me realize that I never calculated in my mind that I'd get sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Like, it never came. Like that. That wasn't something that I was like. Like then my parents you sat down and just like, oh, somebody yeah. on the bus might like wank off to you. And like, yeah. like I like that never crossed my mind. And so it's come as like such a shock. And I like partially shaved off my hair because I was like sick of these like creepy dudes being like, oh, your hair is beautiful. And I partially mm-hmm. bleached off my eyebrows because they'd be like, oh, your eyebrows, they're great. And I just like, I was so tired. Like part of it is like vanity and just me being like, like I can still be pretty even without fucking eyebrows and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And but it's also for but it's also just control. Yeah. Like, I feel so, like, like part of the reason why I got into the situation that I did at work was because I got hired because I look a lot like my old boss when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was my hair. And, like, I just needed to not look like him. Yeah. And I needed to be, like, look a little yeah. mentally it's, unstable. It's also important to understand that, like, before you entered there was already a long history of kind of toxicity within within that workplace yeah so no for sure this is not the beginning of yeah abusive behavior in that place i like but but i also like i have this like guilt of like i should report this and i should Mm -hmm. report this and i should speak up about this and i should like just fucking say everything but like i i feel so ashamed of myself and i feel so like i i just don't want to deal with it like i just don't want to have to deal with the situation ever again you don't want to have to see him again yeah no i i like selfishly i just need to never see him again You, you say that it's selfish but uh it's it's your right to do it like you need that time you need to process it outside of of um of that situation like in in the different training that i've had to deal with sexual assault and abuse it no one should ever pressure anyone especially someone who has been sexually assaulted or sexually abused to to like act upon it as far as uh go towards the legal route it should always be laid out as an option and help should always be given along the way but but being pressured to do it like it you shouldn't feel pressured to do it um because it's it's a very personal situation that like at the end of the day you're the one who's dealing with it so I don't know I just like I, I have this like impending like thought that just like keeps like pressing into my brain and pressing into mm-hmm. my brain like all the time all the time I'm just like what if he does this to somebody else what if to he does this else, to somebody yeah. else what if he does this to somebody else I like I, I need to like not have but I also have this like equally competing thought of just like I'm breaking up this like system that probably actually works for this guy and his boss like the, the like mm-hmm. and the like um like my, my boss yeah and i i know that they could probably just live on and be fine the way that they are and they're kind of fine with their situation and if i like disrupted that 
then I'm just like hurting like my old boss and don't want to hurt my old boss. I like, I just like in my ideal world, they'll just go on and leave everybody alone and nobody will be as like vulnerable as I am or I was going into the situation mm-hmm. because I'm like Latinx. I speak Spanish. I like <laughs> look like my old boss and like am gay mm-hmm. and was available. Like I, I just, I don't know. So yeah, like for the longest time, I just like left his text open just so that like every single time that he would say like, I miss you, Antonio. Like I could just revel in the fact that he's fucking crying about me. Mm-hmm. And it was that vindictive, like awfulness. But after a while, it's just like, I don't care if he's crying or not. I don't care how he feels. I just want him to go away. Yeah. But I like, I don't want to have to take legal action. I don't want to have to report anything i just want to move on mm-hmm. and it like it just like like what i said about like i never anticipated the fact that i would get sexually assaulted and for women it's just a reality like it's yeah. just like the amount of my friends and my family and like people that i care so fucking deeply about posting just like me too this is what happened or just me too or like not posting and i know that they've been sexually yeah. assaulted and, and that like, there's a there's a story there's several stories there's a million stories behind yeah. every single one yeah and like even for those who haven't been like quotes unquote sexually assaulted like mm-hmm. there's that constant fear yeah of like like okay so i'm writing a comic right now what i was trying to say like it's like this stupid picture of me that says like at work we sell sex toys the point that i'm trying to make is that um like at work we sell sex toys and I, like we have them in the back and I am like forced to talk to customers and see if they need anything so like if there's a woman back there by herself and I'm the one who is like kind of like roaming around the store um, as soon as You're I go up to her I see the fear in her eyes and then I like have to immediately be like oh, I'm gay like like I'll just like yeah. I'll make it like I'll make a joke about the like the vibrators or stuff like that and just be like well i can't tell you from experience i have like have no idea how vaginas work or like stuff like that and we'll both have a laugh about like how little i know about vaginas and like i'll be like well theoretically this should feel good <laughs> don't know how that one looks real strange but um like it'd be like well i can tell you a lot about anal and if you're interested in anal like this is what you're gonna do even though yeah. i'm fucking top and like I, <laughs> um but she doesn't have to know that. Of course not. <laughs> the lies that we tell in retail. <laughs> but, Everything's a lie in retail. <laughs> yes. Um, but, like, she is expecting this, like, tall, male-looking person to just, like, be really creepy. Yeah. And... Especially I, at the especially back at, of a store the like that. Store, yeah. yeah. And, like, it's... Like... I don't know. Like, I remember this, like, one girl in particular who was just like, oh, my sister, like, she's, like, just starting to, like, open up about sex shit and, like, uh-huh. has lived in this, like, really, really repressed, like, marriage and then, like, just got divorced and now she's, like, wanting to, like, try out vibrators and shit like that. And I was so excited to help her. I was just like, yes, yeah. no, like, these are them. They're great. Like, try them all out. We have fucking toy cleaner. Don't use your, like, dish soap on Yeah, don't use yeah, bacteria not just and water and, and stuff. No, don't yeah. do it if it's not enough. Yes, science. Um, but like, I like. 
to be in a place where you want to like go to a sex shop and just be like, oh, I'm going to experiment or like mm-hmm. I'm going to help some, somebody else experiment and then have this like tall male looking figure coming over you and like being a fucking creep about everything like that. That's just like it kills the fun of sex. Yeah. And stuff like that. I just like, I don't know. And like all my female coworkers have so many stories about guys being fucking creepy. And like some of them have had to get fucking restraining orders because like the guy will just like like have his hand over his crotch and like start like actively vigorously rubbing like while looking at her or like someone will call and like ask them to describe the sex toys and what they do and how they work and like are obviously masturbating and this happens all the time because men assume that if a woman works at a sex shop then she's like available for anything sexual and like and that's kind of what it's what's been described a lot about like the Harvey Weinstein uh, situation of like oh that's a very normal thing in Hollywood you fucking have to do these sexual favors so so that you can kind of climb up the ladder blah 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 and it's and then, just like, blaming the women who are willing mm-hmm. to do these things like they don't have an option yeah like... and, then, and then blaming them for talking for, yeah yeah for like standing up for themselves yeah and so. like uh, I, I just uh yeah no the way i i think about it a lot is how um in a lot of colleges now they have they have like one freshman come in you have to do like uh, a little course in like uh, consent sexual assault sexual abuse and stuff and I've I I never had to like see those classes I I saw it from the RA perspective like what they taught us about it um, but it it felt like whenever I I would pick up my freshman from having finished off that class it felt like nothing had gone through and like like they were just kind of they didn't have any feelings about it and I don't know if that's like part of the culture or something but but it's it's kind of frustrating because like I would I would stand out there, wait for them, and then be like, if you guys ever need to talk about this, like, I have some training, I know who to talk to, and, like, it's really important that you kind of soak all this in. And it's it's just, like, where are things going wrong? Like, and a lot of it has to do way before they get to college, yeah, way before... Uh, that class even happens Um, every like the past two weeks I've gotten emails from uh, the university saying like we've had uh, these situations happening these sexual assault situations and the university is legally obliged to, to email all of campus about it to tell all the details that they can about it and there was this situation where it was one person one perpetrator who did it to two people in the span of like two days and it was there I understand that the reporting is 
is legal and needed but just how do we cut that down like what what are the processes to i feel like it's something that you have to start with childhood but even then you should be able to to like strap these people to uh, clockwork orange type <laughs> chairs and make them watch videos and shit like i i just i can't okay as depressed as you are about that, uh-huh. like let me at least give you the comfort that those seminars helped me a lot. Okay, that's good. Because, well, you do have to go in there with the right mindset. Yeah. And I had come from a place where we did not discuss sex ever mm-hmm. and was moving into a place where like sex was just kind of a thing that everybody did. So I was really curious and like seeing all these things about consent and like how everything works was actually genuinely informative to me because I did not know how to go about sex in a way that didn't have to do with like marriage and God. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are people that it does help and it's not going to help everybody. And most people like are either you're, you're preaching to the choir or like they're not listening, but there is like that third kind that actually are listening. So like if that comforts you, it helped me. Yeah. It does comfort me somewhat, but like it, the thing is thinking about the type of person who does end up doing these things like i i just like trying to get into that mindset is both hurtful uh but also like it's just what is going on what like what what are these privileges what are these synapses firing in in a way that that lets someone be like yeah this is fine like i'm i'm allowed to do whatever the fuck i want because the world is my wonderland and i can jerk off everywhere <laughs> like or like the like secret of like oh she secretly likes it or like yeah yeah gives a fuck what she thinks like it's like i don't know or the like men in his fucking like oh. so i got a response to that thing one response and it to, was to the thing, the, that, like, I thing that I posted on yeah. Facebook that was like, I feel like the paradigm of the like creepy male um, is being shifted towards the like paradigm of the creepy female. And like, um, I don't know, ended up in just like, oh, it's to the point now where I'm like afraid to ask a girl for her number. And like, <sighs> like let's address the last sentence. <laughs> if a girl wants to give you number you will fucking have it yeah like don't like yeah it hurts to be rejected Uh hurts all and like there are people who are going to get rejected more than others because society is shitty and like the more good looking you are the easier it is to get people's numbers yeah i get that i i get that that is like as somebody who is like relatively pretty not super pretty but like relatively pretty Mm -hmm. like i know that i get a lot of like easy access to a lot of places because of it and I use that to my advantage and that's part of my fear in like gaining weight or like not dressing well or like yeah growing a beard or shaving off my hair is that I'm gonna lose that like advantage of like being able to get into places easily it's not that I actually think that I'm pretty I just know that I've been told that a lot of times and like like it's just kind of I like I realize that that's part of the factor that's going on here Mm -hmm. and that's shitty but at the same time you cannot force yourself on other people yeah like if somebody wants 
to give you their number. If somebody wants you to make sexual advances to them, they will probably allow you, and it will probably be obvious. And if you are curious, then fucking ask. <laughs> and and also, ask, but then when they say no, fucking Leave go it. away. <laughs> like, Do not assume that a no in girl speak means yes. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, go away and... Just live on with your life Find because you're else. because you're there's still Fucking other opportunities. Jack off, like it's like <laughs> my my worry with giving that advice is that they go home and jack off to the person that they were thinking about. Jack off to yourself. Jack off to your sad body. <laughs> a bunch of candles. Yeah. Get have fully have fun. Have fun and enjoy being yourself, but don't objectify <laughs> people. <laughs> like, and then the first part. Like, that is the most meninous thing I've ever heard. That's mm-hmm. not true. But, like, the idea that, like, oh, the world has become a place where, like, women are... Like, mm-hmm. if I saw a woman who was, like, catcalling a guy, A, I would assume it was a lesbian being funny. B, I would assume that it's, like... Like, I, I would be shocked. I would just be like, whoa, like, whoa, the, the guts. And, like, almost, like, slightly proud of her. I'm not actually proud of her. But, like, <laughs> um, but, like it's a shock. Yeah. And that's pretty telling about, like, it, like the whole problem yeah. with meninism is that it, like, wants to pick at these little things with the, like, little, like, bit of, like, faux intellectuality of just, like, yeah, but did you think about this? And you're ignoring the fucking bigger picture when it's oh, like yeah men, the world in which women are more danger to men than men are to women is not this one there's there's like, an aphorism by mark leidner in this really cool book that i love that says um the fact that motherfucker is an insult while father fucker isn't tells us a lot about our western society <laughs> like the fact that it's it's a woman being uh, b- uh especially a mother this this type of figure uh being assaulted and and not the other way around and that we use that term so freely like it tells us a lot about how we view women and also the the people that are doing these types of crime yeah. and I know that I like I know that I've said this mm-hmm. before I don't remember what episode it doesn't matter but like I remember at work that they would talk about like very explicitly like all their sexual experiences which is fine because I would too and it was mm-hmm. funny to see like their minds blown about, oh like, uh, your work during the summer yeah yeah yeah, yeah sorry yeah. Um, their little like heterosexual brains being blown by (laughs) how fucking gay I was Uh but like I like like there would be several times when they would talk about a girl wanting to have sex with with them when they didn't want to have sex and they would just be like oh she's just a fucking nympho and like like they they would talk all the time about wanting to have sex with other girls all the time and like cheating on other people and like They'd be in relationships with one girl and then, like, be, like, fucking, like, a bunch of other girls, which is fine if you talked about that. But, like, it seemed like the way that they were talking was that they wanted, like, they were pretending to be monogamous with this girl Uh while, like, still fucking other people and just being like, we didn't talk about it. 
like it, it's that it's that awkward great ground of like we are on a break. Yeah, like, it, it's <laughs> fucking fucking Ross. <laughs> fucking Ross. I hate all the guys and friends. Sorry, um, that is completely off topic. Um, I find Joey to be okay, even though he is also mis- eh, I don't know. They're all pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, it's weird how the funniest character on How I Met Your Mother is also the most misogynist character. It's not funny. It's more sad, but yeah. And it's played by a gay guy. <laughs> so. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys calling girls nymphos who want yeah. sex while constantly doing the same thing is really misogynistic. And just like the way they didn't see that blew my mind. They also weren't the most feminist of humans. It, but like, it was... I also don't think it's the fact that they don't see it. I think it's they do see it and they just don't give a shit like once again it's that idea of it's my fucking the world's my fucking playground I can do whatever I want with it and I can call a kid a booger face and run away and still pick my own boogers like yeah the definite double standard yeah Meninism makes no sense, and it's so infuriating because they think they're so fucking smart, mm-hmm. and it's just like, have you ever actually talked to a woman? I think I'm pretty much run out of things to say. To say. It makes me think of uh, in like the penultimate season of Bones, they had a meninist episode. <laughs> Uh, and what I like about those last few seasons of Bones is that it seems like they're really, uh, like, just, like, trying to grab anything in the news and put it into the show so, so as to fuel the show for a little bit. And with with that episode about Meninists, they showed, like, these short clips of this supposedly, like, Meninist group and everything, and then... Um, had uh, Bones kind of like uh, psych them out with her knowledge and with like her thoughts but but the fact was that they weren't listening they didn't <laughs> give a shit what she was going to say because they already have these kind of prepared answers for questions that they aren't even listening to so so this idea that they're already just programmed of like oh this is how i'm gonna defend myself and blah 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 and a lot of it a lot of the issues that we have discussed especially recently i think it it all leads back to fucking people having no sense of empathy and no no like no concept of the fact that you need to listen and before you talk and you you can't just hear them out you need to listen you need to truly take what they're talking about internalize internalize it it. think about it and then and then you can be like oh okay 
and then come up with your stupid thought that you want to say <laughs> and then have an actual conversation don't don't just have these prepared thoughts stories and things to to combat with each other because that's not a real conversation and that's not how you build empathy that's how you create a toxic environment <laughs> so Empathy, children. Empathy. Think about other people and stop being pieces of shit. <laughs> like, I have no pity for rapists and sexual assaulters, and like, nobody should have pity on them. Yeah. It like, any punishment that they get is punishment well deserved. Yeah. It's time to stop blaming the fucking victim. And stop treating people like goddamn. Also, everyone, like, other rapists have to stop coming in and trying to, like, defend other rapists. Because it's, it's the, the kind of frailest of, of straw men <laughs> in that sense of just, like, especially Woody Allen being yeah. like, Harvey Weinstein isn't a bad guy. Uh, oh, situation. my God. <laughs> like, uh, Go okay. back to your hole, Woody Allen. We don't need to hear from you. Stop making movies. You're already a thousand years old. Needs to stop. Needs to stop. Needs to education. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Also, I, like, I just want to say to all the women that posted me two things, I am so sorry. <laughs> like, I, like, as someone who is raised male, I realize that I, like, have probably bought into some of this shit. And, like, yeah. even if I didn't, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Holy I, fuck. I agree with that. I'm also sorry. I just... It's... Yeah. There's... It's... Yeah. It's just being raised male and stuff. There, there's just those things that... I don't want to, like, defend it. It's not to defend it. It's just, like... There's things I really hate about myself <laughs> that come from that. Yeah. Be nice to do each other and stop blaming victims. And I hope that the world becomes a better place with time. Yeah. All right. My uh, my other thing was uh I think Allison Raskin really did a good job of uh of what she put on Twitter. If you can find it, that'd I'll be really it. cool. But uh she she was she's talking from this from the place of like never having been assaulted and I I I really like the way that she put it and this is her tweet I'm terrified of lying or exaggerating that's why I didn't know what to do when I saw women writing me too I wanted to join them in solidarity but I have never been raped I have never been assaulted how can I write me too when I consider myself so lucky? I started thinking, does harassment count? Does feeling unsafe at night count? Does that one incident on a bus in college count when it was so fast and the guy was 
pretending was just pretending to fuck me as a joke sure my married stand-up teacher tried to kiss me in my car but i stopped it i was lucky i am lucky inappropriate texts from a male cleaner who has been in my home are nothing compared to what friends have gone through but then i think about the fear that men will never understand the fear that is always in the back of my mind the fear that i will one day without a second thought be able to write me too that fear is what ties us all together and it is the hardest thing to fight